keeping the pillow in position until dead. You're tuned to Radioactive, and you have a choice of listening. Listeners to Radioactive can hear our weekly link-up with Radio 4, whilst listeners to Radio 4 join Radioactive for their weekly link-up. So, for Radioactive listeners now, our critical look at the week's broadcasting in Did You Catch It? Presented by Sir Norman Consul. Welcome to Did You Catch It? Uh, over the next half hour, I shall be attempting to review some of my station's output, crass as it may be. And tonight we'll be looking at the Mike Flex show, which he took over from Mike Channel on weekday mornings at 9am. Uh, the last of the new Mike Channel shows on Sundays at 4am. Uh, Mike Channel's new role as Air on the Aardvark in the... <laughs> Kiddies show on Saturday mornings, and finally I'll be looking forward to Mike Channel's future role here at Radioactive as Head of Toilets. <laughs> but uh, first this week's panel, uh, with me to discuss the programmes are John Tipley, a member of the RSC and currently appearing in Sooty's Magic Wonder Show, <laughs> and a couple of margarine ads. Hello. Uh, Sally Mason, novelist, playwright and editor of the new modern women's magazine Tampon. Hello. <laughs> Finally, Malcolm Grace, uh, art critic for Forum and devout homosexual. Hello. Right, first off, Malcolm, uh, <coughs> the uh, Choir of the Year competition on Sunday. Was it a good idea to decide it by a tug of war? Or was it, <laughs> was it perhaps, as I thought, a moronic idea that made appalling radio? Well, I must say, I thought it was a moronic idea that made appalling radio. Yes, well, that's a controversial view. I can, uh, <laughs> can see you're going to be great value for money. Um, Turning to uh, Thursday, then, Julio Iglesias talks to Martin Brown. John Tipley. Uh, well, a fascinating programme, but one couldn't help asking, where was Martin Brown? <laughs> uh, Sally Mason. Uh, yes, I felt, uh, given his absence from the studio, it should have perhaps been retitled, Julio Iglesias talks to himself. <laughs> but uh, Martin Brown did manage to put in an appearance on Friday with the morning three-hour phone-in. Uh, was it a stimulating and thought-provoking show, or was it, as I thought, spoilt somewhat by Martin's inability to remember the telephone number of the station? <laughs> Anyway, Martin did manage to fumble his way through this week's round table programme, and we are sadly able to hear an extract from that now. <laughs> okay, so, um, so a, pl a platter there. What, what, what did you think of that one, uh, Prudence Wardergrave? Well, I'm afraid I'm a little old-fashioned about a lot of this modern music, and really, to me, that sounded just like the record you had on before. Oh, yes, it was the same record I had on before. Um, I'm afraid I seem to put it on twice, I'm sorry. So, so let, let's move on to the next one, then. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, Fuzzy was burned. Now, I know you're, you're into heavy metal. What did you think of that? Well, you know, I was knocked off my stool. <laughs> Yes, uh, sorry about that. I got rather carried away. Yeah. But as for the record, well, yes. I loved it. I loved the tune, I loved the sound, I loved yes. everything about it. Who's it by? Um, it's by you, actually, Fuzzy. <laughs> well, never. Um, rock journalist Paul Pastel. Well, in one word, uh, brilliant. In two words? Uh, not brilliant. No. Um, let's move on to our, uh, our own member of the panel, Radioactive's Norwegian DJ, uh, Ivan Vinstra. Uh, do you like that sort of music? Oh, yes, very much, yes. Is it, is it um, what people like in Norway? Well, uh, in Norway, mm -hmm. I think people like the fjords. Yes. And, uh, 
the mountains. Fra pass on your fjord, it looks a throne time, where you can abide in the Thank you very much, Ivan. And on with the music. Yes, Great. Okay, let's um, let's move on to discuss the next record then. Sorry, sorry, um, that was it then. Um, what, what, what did you think then, uh, Fuzzy? Like a long, tedious game of Space Invaders. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, anyone else want a game? Oh, okay, th- thank you very much. Prudence Wardergrave. Well, call me old fashioned, but I found that record as revolting as watching someone pick their nose with a knife and fork. <laughs> yes, um, I'm sorry, I didn't realise I was doing it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right, we're running a bit out of time now, so uh, let's move on to our last record. And uh, I think I think we're going to have to be a quick, b- bit quick here, okay? Uh, Paul, uh, what, 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 what did you and Prudence for degrade? Well, Scohi qua prima fortuna salutis monstrat. Yes, uh, I think you're being a little old-fashioned there. <laughs> Ask you all for just one brief word on Dan Garrett's record, then. Uh, soulless, mm-hmm. turgid, tuneless, moronic. Oh well, that's a shame because um, Dan Garrett is actually our special guest in the studio today. And um, oh dear, um, well I think that'll have to be it for this week. So, um, so until next week at the same time. Uh, did you catch it? Did you hear the programs we're discussing here? Welcome back. Uh, We turn now to uh, Monday night's phone-in programme, but before we discuss it, here's an excerpt for what it's worth. I mean, it's absolutely disgraceful. Little dogs leaving messes all over the street. Yes. I mean, do they know that people walk on streets? Yes. I think it's utterly disgusting. Poos everywhere. I mean, who do they think they are? Yes, yes. No, I'm afraid I'm going to have to stop you there. Oh, right. Well, thanks for your call anyway. Not at all. John Tipley, what did you think of this programme? Oh, well, I must say, I found her rather abrupt. I mean, she never really listened to anyone and what people were saying and mm. kept cutting them off in the middle of their... OK, sentence. well, let's move on to our next <laughs> Well, Wednesday night saw the start of Nigel Pry's new video show, an ambitious project for radio, uh, but uh, <laughs> Nigel insisted on playing the top ten videos, and one of them came from the soundtrack of the latest film by the new American sensation, Ponce. <laughs> Where there's no undies With the girls That live to the chance But now the same situation's getting better Since I started wearing purple pants Taking up the invitation in my purple pants. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Purple's a pretty sissy kind of color. But then I'm a pretty sissy kind of guy. I've got some hot beach phone stuff in my trousers. That this friends would like to show the friends as dad. Uncle, 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 uncle
John Tilly, what did you think of Purple Pence? Uh, well, I thought he had a definite sensual appeal, and it was a good song. Uh, Sally Mason, is that true, do you think? Well, personally, I just wanted to bonk the living daylights out of him. Nothing. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I said I'd like to shag him senseless. <laughs> yes, I'd agree with that. Good, well, let's move on to our next programme. Uh, well, no week would be complete without an offering from the Radioactive Repertory Company, God save us all. Uh, this week, in their attempt to capture the flavour of hard-nosed East End criminals, uh, they were remarkable for catching the exact idiom of the unemployed actor trying desperately to impress. You're well out of order, my son. <clears throat> now, let me... Are you going to come and clean about the house? <laughs> Are you going to come clean about the house-breaking job? Look, it's a rotten fit. Up you know what. It's, it's a rotten fit up. You know what happened. No, Sarge, he isn't. So, is he talking? No, Sarge, he isn't. He's, he's giving me all, all the verbs. The verbals. <laughs> giving you the G-B-H-O-N-T-H-E. <laughs> giving you the G-B-H on the ear holes, is he? <laughs> so you want it the hard way, Lemmy? All right, get into my officer. Do you want to talk? <laughs> get, get into my office. Or do you want to talk? Look straight up. It worked me. All right, Lemmy. Give us a lead. A lead. You want Billy Harris? Give me the picture. Well, he's a black male. Uh, he, he's a blackmailer. <laughs> Where's his man or chum? <laughs> Where's his man or chum? He's down in the balls. End. <laughs> Road. Right. Bill, it's me. What is it? It's the Bill Bill. <laughs> Bill. Bill? Bill, blimey. They've come to put you away again. Bill, I know it. Oh, no, I don't think I could stand it again. They're going to put you away, I know. It, I don't know what I'll do without you this time. What with the kids and all? So someone's been shopping. So someone's been shopping us, have they? Get him on a shooter. All right, Billy, we've got you bang lookout. <laughs> All right, Billy, we've got you. Look out! <laughs> I think he might be armed. 
He's got a gun, duck. He's got a gun, duck. Right, we're going in. Well, I must say you held out as long as you could, Billy. Is Sergeant Jeffrey's going to be okey-dokey? Sergeant Jeffrey's going to be okay, Doc. I think he's bought it, Sarge. So you know what this means for you, eh, Billy? Man's laughter. <laughs> Take him away. No, oh no, no, please, no, oh, no. <laughs> that was well out of order. <laughs> Malcolm Grace, did you think that was a good drama? No, I didn't. Uh, Sally Mason, what do you think? I liked it. I liked whoever played the sergeant in particular. John Tipley? No, I think it was an actor of some sort. <laughs> no, John Tipley, what did you think? Well, I thought it was rather unprofessional. In fact, I found the whole thing... Uh, what's the word? Amateurish? No. Naive? No. Primitive? No, no, no. Uh, um, slightly, that's it, yes. Uh, <laughs> slightly amateurish and... Uh, <laughs> naive and primitive, I thought. <laughs> yes. And now, on Radio Active, it's time for a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet he drinks Carling Black Label. If you're going away on holiday, remember, do close and lock all windows. Turn off the cooker and television and let a neighbour know you're going away. Don't leave the front door wide open. Order twice as much milk as you normally do. Or drape a large banner across the front of your house saying, we have gone away for a fortnight. These things invite crime. That was yet another paralysingly obvious public information announcement. <laughs> Did you catch it? Did you catch it? Did you catch it last week? We turn now to uh, last Friday's international phone-in, a major achievement for Radioactive and indeed Telecom, uh, that a programme should feature two people talking to each other on opposite sides of the world. Uh, normally, after all, it's a major achievement for Telecom if people can manage to talk to each other on opposite sides of Croydon. <laughs> the presenter was an adapter. Well, I'm delighted to have with us on today's international phone-in the head of the Japanese tourist board, Mr. Suku Mishima, who's on the line to us now in Tokyo. Hello, Mr. Mishima. 
Uh, there seems to be some slight... Oh, Anna! <laughs> Hello, Mr. Mishima. I'm sorry there seems to be some slight delay on the line there. Anyway, welcome to Radioactive's international phone-in. And let's turn straight away yeah, and go... it's all right. There seems to be some slight delay on the line. <laughs> yes, well, perhaps we could turn straight away to our first caller and begin our questions. Uh, I want to ask about geisha girls. Oh, yes, I'm looking forward to having lots of them. So please ask me whatever question you want. Uh, yes, Mr. Mishima, we're just about to get the ball rolling. Uh, yes, what do geisha girls do? Uh, get the ball rolling, yes. Uh, what do you want to know about geisha girls? Uh, I'm sorry, we seem to be having some slight problem there, so let's move on to our next call. Uh, yes, I'd like to ask a couple of questions of Mr. Mishima. Uh, yes, please have another question. Uh, well, I haven't actually asked for the first one yet. Uh, how do you make the spicy nut sauce called tiriyaki? Let's say your first question, then. And my second is, uh, how do you get so many people on your tube trains? Uh, well, basically, we crush the nuts. <laughs> yes, uh, well, let's move on. I'm sorry we haven't got time to find out how you make teriyaki sauce, but we've got a call from Australia, and let's hope there isn't too much delay there. Simon Williams. Hello, what's your name? Yes, I would. <laughs> You'd like to ask Mr. Mishima a question, Mr. Here. Mishima, do you think that the Japanese are sexually compatible with Western people? Oh, well, we have people employed to shove them in. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll put that another way. Do you believe that Japanese and Westerners can successfully in a marry? Oh, good, yeah. A call from Australia. Put him on. <laughs> well, why don't you just go and stick your head up a wombat's backside, you <laughs> Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for, Mr. Mishima. Thank you very much for talking to us. Uh, yes, I'm quite sure they can. So, it's goodbye and our thanks to Mr. Mishima. Are you going to stick yours up your own backside? Our international phone in there, another in a long line of series which uh, had simultaneous first and final programmes. <laughs> so let's turn to something altogether more frivolous, the documentary on road accidents. That was uh, very amusing, I thought. Yes, particularly when Anna Dapter stood in the middle of the M1 trying to interview lorry drivers as they went past. <laughs> very, very, very All right, well, uh, we yeah. turn to the uh, Sunday morning programme, especially for Indians, entitled Hello Indians. Sally. <laughs> by an adapter, and I must say, it seemed to me, uh, just like her normal show, with the exception that halfway through, she went into some detail about the effects of a curry she'd had the night before in Little <laughs> uh, Mike Flex's request show. Uh, brash, upbeat, lively, and thoroughly tasteless mishmash, I thought, John. Uh, well, a typical show. He played a record I would rather go blind for patients of the Institute for the Hard of Hearing uh, <laughs> when I'm dead and gone for an elderly pensioner suffering from depression, and, uh, and Clodagh Rogers singing Jack in a Box for a lady whose husband, Jack, had just passed away that morning. Well, uh, we've also been uh, looking at some of Mike Flex's competitions throughout the week. Mike Flex presents his master quiz. Okay, yes indeed. On the line now is Kevin. How are you, Kevin? Uh, well, I've, I've just had an operation for a burst appendix. Mm -hmm. and I've got a broken leg and they think I might have leprosy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's good to hear you well anyway. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, for £10, can you complete this song? I'm leaving on a... I'm leaving on a... Uh, jet plane. Jet plane, OK, let's see, shall we? I'm leaving on a... From my harvester. Oh, bad luck. Radioactive. 
Okay, on the line now is Simon, and I believe it's your birthday today, Simon. Is that right? That's right, yeah. That's right, great. Same day as Abraham Lincoln, Beethoven, and Gary Newman. So you're sharing your birthday with a lot of dead people, I'm afraid, Simon. <laughs> anyway, it's time for you to play Beat the Intro. Simon, for £10, can you tell me before the vocal comes in, what is this particular song? Can't give any clues. Uh, the House of the Rising Sun. The House of the Rising Sun. You say it's the House of the Rising Sun. Let's just see what it is. <laughs> oh, bad luck, Simon. <laughs> okay, on the line now we've got Tina. Hello, Tina. Now it's a question for you about lyrics. I'm going to play you a couple of lines of a song, and for fifty pounds, I want you to remember them and sing them back to me. Okay, here we go. Peter Bradford, Guildford, Doxford, a little out of bed for did you get that, Tina? <laughs> Let's have a go. Uh, Bradford, Guildford, Doxford, Littlehampton, Bedford, Chingford, Hereford, Wolverhampton, Shrewsbury, Canterbury, Yalesbury, Liverpool, Scanthorpe, Maidlethorpe, Hartlepool, Whitehall, Blackwall, Millwall, Davenport, Newport, Southport, Stockport, Highsport. Okay, let's see if you're right. Does your chewing gum lose its pain? <laughs> Uh, final extract coming up. Uh, John Tipley, how would you sum up Radioactive's output this week in a word? Abysmal. Abysmal. Uh, Sally Mason, do you think that's fair? I think it's positively generous in the circumstances. <laughs> positively generous, Malcolm Grace. That wasn't a question. Wasn't it? No. Oh dear, my mind's going. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's hear the final extract, which is from the book programme, which was broadcast last Wednesday night. I have with me now uh, Mr. Aubrey Yale, author of the newly published Guide to Sexual Knowledge, uh, <laughs> subtitled An Educational Study in Sexual Behaviour. Mr. Yale, welcome. Thank you. Now, your book, Mr. Yale, <laughs> your book is published as a school textbook. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you not think a, a lot of it is rather adult? Well, I have taken great trouble to present everything in as factual and tasteful a way as possible, yes. Yes, yes. I'm thinking in particular of the photographs in the middle of the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. The nun on the motorbike, for instance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it important that religion should not be seen to be separate from the carnal world. Mm, I you know? see you. But surely there can be nothing educational in a full frontal pullout of Fifi the naughty lady with her feather boa. I'm sorry, that shouldn't be in there. That's my, my bookmark. I see. <laughs> The whole book is candidly pornographic, Mr. Yale. Uh, candid, perhaps, but not pornographic. Now, what no. about these diagrams of a male and female rat's reproduction organs? They are both perfectly accurate and drawn with great attention to detail. Granted, but is it necessary to have a balloon coming out of the female's head? With her looking down saying, boy, what a whopper? <laughs> it's big. I mean, it shouldn't be taken too seriously, I feel. Yeah, but these are supposed to be school textbooks, Mr. Yale. Yeah, yeah, but my intention was never to titillate. Your intentions are perfectly clear from the titles of some of the chapters. Yeah. Bits of the body that wobble. <laughs> Things you can do with your thumbs. <laughs> How to recognise parts of the body by sniffing them. <laughs> the advantage of being a horse. <laughs> and the use of the human reproductive system of rubber galoshes. <laughs> possibly deny that it is an obscene and pornographic work. Well, look, it's just been included in the high school syllabus in America. Well, how is that possible? Well, it goes under a slightly different title over What's there. What's that? The Flora and Fauna of Southeast Asia. <laughs> Did you catch it? Did you hear? The programmes we're discussing here. John Tipley, the programme so far, have you enjoyed it? Yes, fine. Yes. And the meal in the canteen beforehand, Sally Mason, was that a good mm, idea? Yes, yes, it was lovely. Uh, Malcolm Grace, my wife, is she a nice woman, do you think? <laughs> yes, charming. Uh, John Tipley, did you like my wife? 
I thought she was very nice, yes. Yeah, she was once described by my mother as a venomous slut. Uh, Sally, <laughs> Sally Mason, do you think that's fair? Uh, I, I'm sorry, but I think we were supposed to be discussing radio programmes. Uh, discussing radio programmes, yes. Is that a good idea, do you think? Uh, yes, I, I think it would be a very good idea. John Tipley, what do you think about discussing radio programmes? Well, that's what we're supposed to be doing, isn't it? Is it what we're doing, uh, Malcolm Grace? Uh, look, could we just hear another extract? Uh, hear another extract. What do you think, producer? Uh, yes, he says yes. Sally Mason, do you think he's right? Uh, can we just listen to the extract? Can we just listen to the extract, John Tipley? Yes, I'd very much like to. Uh, very well. And it's from a show broadcast last Monday night. Uh, John Tipley, do you think it was a good idea being last Monday night? Well, it, it was last Monday night, wasn't it? Was it last Monday night, Malcolm Grace? Well, you said it was. Did I say it was, Sally Mason? Well, of course you did, you stupid trout. I'm a stupid trout. Is that fair, do you think, uh, Malcolm Grace? <laughs> Oh, shut up and let us listen to the extract. Do you think I should shut up, John Tipley? Look, look, we're trying to tell you that you're a doddery old cretin who can no more present a radio programme than I could give birth. You have the IQ of a steamroller with a stomach to match, and the only things you can ever think of saying is, is that fair, and was that a good idea? It's painfully obvious you're only encouraged to do this show because your wife sleeps with a producer during it, and the only reason we agreed to come on it is the free meal of the totally fictitious travelling expenses are washed out over the hill, clapped out old husband! <laughs> Sally Mason, do you think that's fair? Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Jeffrey Perkins, Philip Pope, and Michael Fenton Stevens. Music was by Philip Pope and Richard Curtis. The program was written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins, with additional material from Jeremy Pascal, produced by Jamie Ricks. Next week on Did You Catch It? The panel will be reviewing Radio 4 programs, including Trample the Week with Richard Baker, Stop My Mouth with Robert Robertson, and Pick of the Week, in which an Irish labourer chooses which instrument he'd most like to dig up a robe with.